0: This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast...
1: We're literally just watching Troy play
2: a game against
1: himself. (laughs) Guys, you should come play with me sometime. The heroes are trapped by a madman.
3: Lockmore the Betrayer has locked you in the sepulcher of Narcom Steelhands.
0: And every move counts.
3: Multi-level
0: combat. It's like Star Trek chess. (laughs) They'll need strength. Charge! For <laughs> She cut through that thing like Lork's neck! <laughs>
1: intelligence. Uh, it must it was- be so exhausting having an 18 intelligence. I take it back. It's the Vitruvian man. Oh,
0: what an idiot. Moron. Jerk. Moron.
4: <laughs> and wisdom.
0: Nothing ventured, nothing gained. I'm all daddy's to say. <laughs> but
3: first things first.
0: Della must face her fate.
3: You've waited a week for it, folks. Della roll a fortitude save
0: the adventure continues i can't remember the last time i rolled this neon green d attack. now <laughs>
1: What's going on, guys? Joe here to welcome you to the 76th installment of the Glass Cannon Podcast. I am trying to sound like I'm not completely exhausted and beaten as I look around the room at the ruins of the GCP retreat weekend. I don't, I don't even think Matthew's conscious. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we are all here. Matthew Hello. went to bed. It's 4:30 p.m.
2: <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs>
1: He wanted to call it early, but we have been having a fantastic weekend, but sadly, it's coming to an end. Oh, man. Grant, how are you feeling?
4: Uh, that's an interesting question, Joe. Uh, it's complicated. I, I, I'm uh, really feeling uh, like everyone should play pathfinder in cape cod i everyone moved to cape cod especially our international listeners who weren't included on contests
1: yeah man i would love to move to cape cod skid thank you so much for having us here this has been an unbelievable weekend thank you for for skid Skid.
0: i'm really glad this worked out i hope we can do it again soon
1: so this was your aunt's house right
0: yeah my aunt and so you've been coming here for a long
1: time yeah i've been
0: coming here since i was a kid
1: how like how old
0: um since uh wow since 1981 I oh, think Oh wow. Wow. wow.
1: There's just a lot of history in this house that yeah. we got a chance well, to Well not not
0: in. this house cuz they they lived in the house next door too like they had both these houses. Oh was, okay. Like, had
3: yeah. you played RPGs in this house before this
1: weekend? No no
0: no I never played up here cuz I didn't know there were no I didn't know any of the kids up here. Oh. So uh I just when I was here I'd be here with my sister or whatever and that was pretty much it. So and, previously
2: um, unsullied. Yeah, this is the
0: first... <laughs> I believe this is the first time an RPG was ever played in this house. Yeah! <laughs> so. yeah an RPG desecrated <laughs> this, <laughs> this house. Yeah.
4: You know, I, I just wanted to throw in my favorite moment real quick. It just came to my mind. It was all the satanic rituals we did. When <laughs> that, we, yeah. when we yeah. painted that blood pentagram yes, on the does. ground. And, well, yeah.
0: they were effective was the main thing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you know. not... Gotta keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, we ended last week's episode with a, a terrifying... Cliffhanger with uh, the spores Mm -hmm. eating us alive. Troy finally found a way to bring the party down, which... It only takes him a few weeks to figure it out, but then he figures it out.
3: Yeah, uh, don't don't worry. I'll always catch up to you guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'll try a fungus. <laughs> Are we having fungus yet? <laughs> uh? <laughs> All right. Stop introducing
1: alternate titles. For
5: the episode. It's Too late.
1: <laughs> well, before we get you guys back to the story and back into the episode, we do have to say we announced the, ret- uh, the, the retreat. We announced the T-shirt giveaway this weekend and they sold like
3: hotcakes, Troy. (laughs) I mean, I've never sold (laughs) hotcakes, but I'm assuming if I was a hotcake salesman, this is what it would be like. Yeah. This
1: is how they sell. Yeah.
3: They're like, wow,
0: these hotcakes are going like t-shirts. <laughs> That's what I would say if I was like, a hotcake
1: salesman. Like GCP like, t-shirts. I can't make the these hotcakes fast enough. Yeah. You guys were so awesome. <laughs> it's and so
4: stupid. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: but the point is that the sale is still going. So yeah. Yeah, log on, so like yeah, on to selling like yeah. Log on to teespring.com slash glass cannon podcast. Yes. yes. Teespring.com slash Glass Cannon Podcast to get your original release Glass Cannon t-shirt as we were wearing on the Facebook Live videos this weekend. You can take a look at them, and that's, uh, that's what we're selling. Oh,
3: my God. And speaking of the Facebook Live videos, we thought, like, all right, we're going to do these Facebook Live videos. I hope a couple people show up. I mean, it was insane. <laughs> the amount of people... We did, like, five or six videos all weekend long, and the amount of people that have shown up, I mean, it, it, it's not even just amazing. It was... I hope you guys know that it's really touching to us because we spend a lot of time doing this. We enjoy doing it, obviously. But we appreciate the fact that you guys appreciate what we're doing, if that makes sense.
1: We uh, spent Saturday night after so the nice. after the Facebook Live video, we spent Saturday night talking about how incredible our community is, how incredible yeah. our fans are, and how good they make us feel. You know, we all felt like we were having such a great time, and it was the energy you guys were putting into the, the videos with your comments. I mean, over, what, 840 comments or something uh, during the video? It's crazy. Yeah, that, that long one we did on. Saturday night, yeah, crazy. yeah. Um,
3: so, thank you, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for hanging out with us on this GCP retreat weekend. And I think because it was so successful, uh, we got to talk to Joe's wife and child. But I think we should. Do I was this. just going to say, don't you promise anything. Every three months, we're going to do a GCP. You heard it here first.
1: <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get back to the action. Here, here we go. Episode seventy-six: Spored to Death. You know, one of these days,
3: I'm not gonna end on a cliffhanger, and then everyone will stop listening. (laughs) (laughs) This is really hard (laughs) to do. But when your characters are uh, almost at death's door, it makes things a lot easier. You can kinda add anything in, and uh, it's gonna make a giant cliffhanger. (laughs) Matthew, did you think that, like, as that episode was ending, before the yellow mold entered the room, um, did you think, like, Della might die? before the end of this episode.
2: I, in fact, did not think that. Never crossed your mind. No. I mean, I, I if we got into a battle, maybe I would have. But I, I was I was thinking, like, we're going to fight. We're going to fighting by the end of this episode. And then you're going to call it the cliffhanger. Total I didn't dis- really expect to just, like, die from spores.
3: Total disclosure. Umlo knew it could happen. Because <laughs> he's also uh, privy to my information. Um, yeah, I bet that
4: would help. The,
3: yes. ma-
4: the man inside Troy. Umlo.
5: Umlo.
3: The man I'm inside Umlo. me. Uh wow, that was a that was a wild uh wild app. You guys really delved into this dungeon. A bunch mm-hmm. of different Yeah, it was rooms. an old
1: school like dungeon crawly kind of thing. Yeah, and I hadn't I was thinking about it the last time that I I mean Vault of Thorns was, you know, scary and everything, but it was so interdimensional and weird and different. Yeah. This to me gave me uh, just nostalgia for the Plague House. Right. When we first started yeah. recording the show, our first real taste of combat was in the Plague House. Yeah. And it was like stone, religious. There was that symbol of Yomadai on the floor. And it was just like room to room, opening doors, secret walls. Like It was awesome.
3: There's nothing better than a dungeon crawl. I mean, this is why it was called Dungeons and Dragons to begin with. I mean, it's, it's, it's a seminal thing. You can make it a house. You can make it anything you want. It's always a dungeon crawl.
4: What I would like to give a shout out to the audience authors of this particular dungeon crawl is that oftentimes like you get into really weird we we found a side door but everything makes sense everything's very squared off and dwarvish here even though it was ransacked and there's a a plague god that people are worshipping in it. Like, it's very room by room. It makes sense. Everything's very well put together.
3: As the person who has to draw the maps, I especially uh, enjoy it because uh, (laughs) it's very boxy and I like that. And it all, like, but whoever drew the map, whether it was the author, Tim Hitchcock, or someone else who did it, they really took the dwarven mentality into mind. You're right. Like, everything moves at a very deliberate pace. Even though it was made out of the stone, it's... Dwarven it, craftsmanship. It
0: matches the Dwarven aesthetic. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And I had this epic uh, just picture in my mind of that, that scene that you said was on the back wall. There was like this mm. scene of him with all of his kinsmen fighting a, a giant, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, and you can see it as a mural unique. like yeah, almost like a like a Leonardo da Vinci, you know what I mean, where every person in the painting i'm sorry, a Michelangelo, where every person is like so distinct and interesting uh it draws your eye to it, you know mm-hmm. it's really oh by the cool. way,
0: that reminds me uh one of the listeners re- told me, we never. Returned those wood panels that we got in the Vault of Thorns to Silvermane we oh, <laughs> said we were going to do
3: that's right they were each depicting a different kind of giant uh, you know a stone giant a fire giant a hill giant
0: a this um. yeah. well,
2: maybe if he had healed Galabras just Whoa. Saying. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. so it's just a
0: passive aggressive swipe at Silvermane <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: not being a high enough level to
3: maybe it was Galabras the a one harder. that made
1: if you had maybe if the... you yeah, had worked a little harder.
3: <laughs> it might have been Galabras' idea to give it to Silvermane though, and then he was couldn't remind oh, you oh, that it yeah. It's like well, it, yeah, maybe. in his catatonic state. Don't forget to give the panels to Silverman. Actually yeah, the...
1: I think it might have been Lork's idea. <laughs> Go to the tape. Oh, so well, he, he maybe you took the us, panels
3: so. with you when you vanished.
1: Yes, I'm going to try to, yeah, Lurk's going to try to get Roll in with some that. druids.
3: Just carrying his panels around without a handy haversack. Well, no,
0: I like I like the thought of Drosha like, seeing them among Galabras' belongings and just, like, putting them up in his house.
3: There it is. That's canon. Okay. Great. That is now canon. I love that. And then you guys come back,
0: you didn't give these to Silverman yet? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? They look really nice. I mean, they match with the wall.
2: It's like, they're beautiful. And uh, Gormley died for those. That's right. <laughs>
3: that's right she died for those panels um, a little inside information the um, and Skid don't go looking these up uh, but each the cover of every book of the adventure path has one of the panels oh, oh that's awesome and it looks like that Da Vinci it looks uh, like the Da
1: Vinci
0: man what's it
3: called the the, uh, the, the inspired the, man the incredible man or whatever that's the, the cave $6 the, the six million dollar man Six million. that's what
1: it is yeah, Da Vinci the six million man, man. <laughs> What is it? The Vitruvian man. Thank you, Matthew. Uh, uh, must you, be so exhausting having an 18 intelligence, Matthew.
3: <laughs> you let us make a bunch of wrong answers a little too long. Just so you could come
2: <laughs> he, in and yeah, better than me. He us. was amusing himself. I take it back. It's the Vitruvian man. Oh, oh
0: what an idiot.
3: Moron.
2: Jerk. Moron.
0: Look at the moron <laughs> over here. here. You're a real stupid head. <laughs>
3: it's
2: so much fun playing with you guys. <laughs> Honestly, I can't believe you come back. I <laughs> know. Well, I'm comforted by the fact that you're all older than me and we'll probably die soon. <laughs> that guy
4: wow. Why don't you slow your quick. slow
2: your Reginald down, all right? <laughs> Jesus
4: Woo you Kidding with the way we take care of ourselves? We'll live forever.
0: <laughs> Blood is normal in a cough, right? <laughs> oh man.
3: We all have like a Babe Ruth health regimen. It worked for him, man. 714
0: home runs. Don't lie.
3: Oh, God. So you guys, you know, you come, you go on this journey. Let me say 90 miles, 60 miles, whatever it was. You find the Aspen Wood, you know, after coming to the crest of a hill and looking down upon the valley as the leaves have all started to change. There are these spiders, these eddercaps and whatnot that have set up perimeter traps around what you soon discover to be the tomb of Nargrim Steelhand. The steel hand, the steel fist, right on the obelisk. What the hell are these Ettercaps doing? And what, what have they done to not only desecrate the shrine, but sort of make it into their own shrine? What's that all about? You make quick work of them. Go down this 120 foot deep shaft and have to deal with more Edercaps, more strange dwarfish spider woman make easy work of them.
4: I've been thinking maybe um, Lockmore has made a deal with the devil. A Faustian bargain. A kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm stuck in this fucking cage. Uh, plague god, come on down. Is, wait, Vermin god, what is he? What's his name again? mazmes 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 yeah. the but demon what, lord What kind
3: of Vermin. deal is that? Like, But uh, here's my only issue yeah.
1: with that. We haven't seen any sign of them since we opened the sealed tomb. You know, it right. seems like they were just on the outside. Could be. So I was thinking that they never got in.
4: No. Or he hates Nargrim and his family so much that he was waiting for his ancestors to come back, and he sprung this trap on them. Mm. Yeah.
3: You know that before you even entered the, uh, the, the tomb itself, the tomb proper, there were two corpses, mummified with their mouths and stomachs exposed and one of them would speak through dead you found out
1: was Lockmore's mother Mhm Can I tell you what I think Yeah So after thinking about that I I thought that And reading the truth online uh, I did not I did not <laughs> I thought that perhaps she she had said that she was that she had begged the council to let her take his place mm-hmm. and they said no and they banished her they cast her out is what she said.
3: Right, Wiped the Etica name from the history books. Yeah,
1: wiped the name from the history books. So she had to leave her tribe, and I thought she probably tried to get into this tomb, to either free him, let her replace him, or just both of them try to steal away. But she found these creatures there, and maybe they let her get only so far, and then she got caught in a web, so to speak, and couldn't move (laughs) any further. I thought it was separate from what was going on inside the tomb why
3: is there a younger version of her that's slightly more arachnid and then an even younger version that's much more arachnid that you
0: fought i think mm-hmm. they're they're she they're incubating their young they
1: incubated their young in her
0: yeah it's
2: alien it's alien it's, resurrection yeah, it's and alien. maybe she made the deal maybe that was her maybe she uh, offered maybe, herself
1: maybe yeah maybe in order to get into the tomb yeah. but maybe they still couldn't get in i don't know
2: yeah
0: and it's been generations too I can't wait to listen to Cannon cannon Fodder to find out what happened. (laughs) I'm going to tell you guys right now. No, I'm not. Because I've got a Della and
3: Umlo to kill. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't said this in a while, but a couple things are going to happen. A
1: couple bad things.
3: First things first. Everyone roll initiative. Oh, no. All right. You are in combat right now with an enemy that is three or four rooms away, as far as you know. Okay. (laughs) Stamping (laughs) on the glass, you see this creature.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, okay. It looks like a a, uh, a Warhammer Slayer. So he doesn't look
1: undead?
3: He does not look undead. He has a steel hand. Like, you can see his legs are like the skin is emaciated. So there are undead qualities. Oh, you said emaciated for
1: sure.
2: last yeah, time. Yeah,
3: but okay. emaciated wasn't the right word. It's like the skin is falling off his bones. You can see muscle underneath. Yeah. He's been here I'm, for.
2: And he's got a steel hand. And he's got yeah. a steel hand. I've been wondering where
4: Bucky's hand went after the end of Captain America's <laughs> Civil War. So it's good to know. It went to there.
3: the tomb of Nargum Steel Hands. Yeah. Spoiler alert. You have to have seen it by now.
2: I actually Winter Soldier have Soldier I know I, oh I have seen Civil War. No I have not seen Civil War.
3: Joe makes me watch most of the Marvel movies.
4: All right, let's you make him
2: <laughs> suffer through those fantastic
1: fantastic films. No, they're
3: very good. Uh, at least half of them. Um,
1: you know, I'll give you that. I'll give you that.
3: Uh, let's talk let's talk initiative. Matthew's been sending me emails all week <laughs> Can we just roll some fortitude to say
2: <laughs> I'll tell you what I rolled Just trust me Yeah,
3: <laughs> 24 uh, Alright who is over What did you
2: say the DC was
1: <laughs>
3: uh, Well I know what I got so I'll work down from there Who's over 35 oh, Jesus
0: Christ
3: <laughs> Skid you go You're such a jerk Skid you with 36 19 19 for Mr. Coin Coin by name
0: Comba nine, Comba nature.
3: As his old dad used to say. My old (laughs) dad used to say. Who is uh, lower than 19?
1: I have a 12. 12. 15 for Baron. 15 for Baron, 12 for Willamette. So Willamette.
2: Della? Nine. Della. Is that a natural one? It was a natural two.
1: Baron,
3: I'm sorry, would you say 15? Correct. (laughs) Della with the nine. That is correct. (laughs) Ingrahild? Has a twelve. Umlo has a six. Won't matter much for Umlo pretty soon, I think. Oh
2: yeah. poor guy. If only you had more interest in playing him.
3: Now you are all. Sp- I know this is going to make life feel a lot easier for me. I <laughs> oh, got poisoned to death. You are all spaced throughout the room. It is once you get to the door. It's twenty-five feet to get back upstairs. Okay, we'll say, once you get to the door, it's 25 feet and you're back in that room with the four dwarven statues. So we're gonna play this out in real time, multi-level combat. See how it works. Okay,
0: it's like Star Trek chess.
5: (laughs) What a
3: great reference. (laughs) Round one, Nestor. Ooh,
1: 19 wins it, All right, so
0: he's trying to crash through the ceiling, right?
3: Maybe, maybe not. Right now you see a, uh, a madman just yelling at you, and you didn't roll the perception enough to know that the door was just locked, but I'm sure as a free action, you're pick your Patriots say, he's locked us in, and Lork has already gone and, sh- excuse me, Lork, Willamette. Oh. Willamette has gone and shut the door, which is a standard action. Way to go, Willamette.
1: So move action.
3: Move action. Um, so that's what you know you would think that that he has locked you in. Okay. Uh, and remember, your different light sources. Nestor coin.
0: I'm going to move up to the base of the stairs. As he's
3: walking here. Ching, 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 ching,
0: <laughs> spoons <Yeah>. and, spoons <laughs> and forks <laughs> falling out of his pocket. Chalices, statuettes, coins. Uh, 400 uh, copper pieces <laughs> falling apart. Uh, yeah, I'm going to move up to the base of the stairs and ready. Uh, and No, no, no. The... Uh, oh. Yeah, the the stairs leading up to the sarcophagus. sarcophagus and I'm going to ready in action to fire my bow at uh, anything that, and any enemy that comes down.
3: Nestor comes up to the edge of the stairs leading to the sarcophagus and just, old jolter at the ready.
0: My old jolter. Never let
1: me down, mate. Baron Baronson.
4: Baron has reason to believe that he couldn't simply shoot through the glass, could he?
1: Ooh, it's like, is it like bank glass? Is it like bank teller glass? <laughs> I don't know uh, if they
4: made bulletproof glass in this setting. Is it, right, is it magical glass? Um,
3: yeah, I would think that it is built enough to support many, many people who could look down into it, so you would think that's probably not going to work.
4: Okay, I will walk, uh, do a full move action if I can't shoot through it. Um, but I will take. Well, first I check in on Ingred, and I say, "Are you all right, Ingred? Are you okay? Can you can you move?" Yeah, did forward? she save?
3: She's like, "I'm I'm pretty fucked up, but I'm I'm very weak. But the poison seems to have run its course."
4: All right, please help your brother. I, I'm gonna go. And then I move, double move towards the door, going up to the stairs. But I go along the wall, if possible, to use my stone cutting and see if there's any other secrets.
3: If you want to get there as fast as possible, you just want to take that direct route.
4: Sure. 40 feet. Right, okay.
3: so you can get up to the door and uh, I'll let you even open it. Right. So you get up to the door, open it.
4: Yeah. <sighs> Nothing on the other side? No.
3: Nope. Nothing okay, on great. the other side. It just goes up and around. Ready in action. Just oh, give okay. you a free move, actually, and open that door because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> Lockmore, the betrayer. Oh. Standing on the glass lets out an agonized wail
2: Ah, through the glass. Everybody roll a will save. I'm so happy I get to roll more saves. (laughs) Now I got the natural 20. Is that a spell?
3: (laughs) I always want to say stop it when you ask. Um, (laughs) Is that a spell?
4: Or spell-like ability.
3: I'm sure it's at least a spell-like ability.
1: Um, is it, does it happen to be a fear effect? It's a effect?
3: supernatural ability.
1: Okay. Does it happen to be a fear effect? Yes. You get a plus four, Baron, because you're next to Sir at Keswick, and you feel no fear. Ooh, what is that all about? Uh, Aura of Courage. Anyone within ten feet of me gets a plus four morale bonus to saving throws against fear effects. Oh, I'm just outside.
4: Ah! So Baron rolls a 25. Okay,
3: Baron's okay. Lord. Willamette
1: is immune Willamette. to fear.
3: Willamette, immune to fear.
1: I rolled Except a... Except spiders. I rolled a 17.
3: <laughs> uh, Della. Uh,
1: 28.
3: Della's okay. Umlo's okay. And ingrahild's okay. Nestor. Three. I heard a... That's why I saved him for the last. I heard. <laughs> the groan. Nestor is Shaken. Mm. As long as you are within 120 feet of Lockmore, the Betrayer.
0: Yikes. And
3: then Lockmore, whose pawn I have right here, disappears.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: Goes. He just... (gasps) He says, Torag cursed me with immortality, but you will not be so lucky.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, he's cursed with immortality. Wow. Runs off. Wow. Sir Willamette Keswick. Uh, Willamette's going to turn to Baron and say, Sheriff, Tentadella, she seems to be dying. I am going to keep that <laughs> door open. Very To
3: the point, Sir Willamette. Uh,
1: right, I am maybe. going to keep that door open. And he looks down. He's like, Lexington, we must save them with all haste. <laughs> and he puts his spurs in and goes up the stairs to the upper door to make sure that we don't get sealed down here.
3: Go up the stairs, You have the door, open the door? Yeah. Can't.
1: Locked. It's already sealed? ch chunk That's what we heard last time. Ah, uh, and then he went all the way back up to the thingy? Okay.
3: This door is open, leading to the stairwell. Sure, no, I get it. The door at the top, the secret door, yeah. is locked. Okay. Um, The one that Baron slid aside. Hmm. So you get there.
2: Oh, it's a stone door?
3: Stone door, can't open it. Ooh. Can't open it. Try other things, but it is. Oh,
1: so it's not. Lo- uh, hmm. the, lo-
3: the secret door is locked behind you. Lockmore the betrayer has locked you in the sepulcher of Narcum Steel Steelman.
1: Huh. Okay. He, he said he'd lock more. Did you say it was twenty-five feet? Nailed it, Grant. <laughs> uh,
3: twenty-five feet to the top of the stairs. So you can charge okay, so all the way up. So
1: that's one move action. Do you say that it's locked? Uh, yeah. I'll call down to Baron. You know, he's already done
4: it. I say he's locked us in. Can I shoot it open?
1: Uh, Willamette is going to uh, dismount uh, as a free action and attempt to open the door by forcing it, which will never happen. But what else is he going to do? Yeah,
3: it's got a. I mean, it's stone, so it's there's a break DC.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, a you, break or, DC.
3: Or you can just keep hammering away and over time ch- chisel it down. But I'm, you know, I'm going to do it by the book. It's got a hardness. It's got a hit points. Right. He has locked you in the tomb.
4: But is the lock mechanism itself visible and accessible to us? No. Or is it inside? Okay, it, so it's it break down
3: It's got to be breakable. Yeah, either can, like, ah! if someone is of, of that kind of strength, or you just got to keep chipping away at it.
1: Okay. Uh, then, yeah, I've already used my move action to get up there, so I'm. he's going to trot back with Lexington 10 feet. And prepare to charge at the door next round. <laughs> so you <can>, get <laughs> yeah. and just try to hit it. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is this is going to be interesting to see how this all
3: uh, works out. ingrahilt old ingrahilt she is down five con. Her con has gone from fifteen to ten. But thanks to the uh, the heal checks by whoever did that, might have been Baron. Yeah, Baron. Yeah, that's right. You were the one that gave her the extra boost to get through those two consecutive saves she with all haste double moves and let me ask you this can you run like we did at Red Lake Fort can you run to go farther it's a yeah.
1: full round action
2: and, For- you, and you cannot take a five step you can move, I you just can move
1: four times your speed if you're not in I think medium or heavy armor if you're in medium or heavy it, armor, you can move 3 times your speed, I think. Okay.
2: Yeah. So that affect
4: dwarves with slow and steady who never get affected by the No, uh,
2: it wouldn't affect dwarves. And you can run for a number of rounds equal to your con score. Con score, of course. <laughs> and after right. that you well, can Well, they only need check. to run
1: really one round,
3: basically. So for Ingridhild's part, um, she is able to get to the to the like behind Sir Willamette, getting ready to charge. She just books it because she has no other action she has to do. Um, she can't even draw her weapon, right? part of the run? Uh, no.
0: no. No. It's a right. full round action. So yet. none
3: of her famous double weapons. ingrahild getting into the fray. You've waited a week for it, folks. Della, roll a fortitude save. Oh. How many points of con are you down? Six. And how high is your con?
2: I had I started with a 14, so I'm at a, I'm at a negative. So if
3: you lose eight more points
2: of con, I'm dead. you are
3: permanently
2: dead. And my threshold, by losing those points of con... My Threshold for HP went down, and my Fortitude save went down. So I kept failing those saves. I didn't have my bonus was. So
3: what is your total hit points? Do you remember? Uh, I believe it was uh, 60-something. And what are your hit points now? 48. 48. That's not 4D8, folks. That's 48. Roll DC 15 Fortitude save.
0: 23.
3: That is one save. Oh, that's right.
2: The oh. No, I forgot
3: it's two saves. <laughs> uh, save for one more round, Della.
0: So she's just hacking cough like
2: I oh.
3: <coughs> Right, she's like Babe Ruth. <laughs> right.
2: <Exactly>. that's right. <laughs> um, Della is gonna chug a potion of Lester Restoration.
3: Lester Lester Restoration. Lester Restoration. Uh, okay, so that's not going to cure you of the poison, but it's gonna it could give you back one D4Con, right?
2: Yeah, which would help my save. Huge. Four.
0: Four. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> you can't. Oh my god. Those potions. I don't, you guys got to go back to that same store. You <laughs> yeah, got those yeah. potions <laughs> of lesser restoration because they both were fours. No, no, three, a and, a, a four. a three and a four. A three and a four. Five
2: star review for that potion. Seriously. Yeah, the
4: Yelp review. Uh, uh, second Yelp review of the show.
2: <laughs> Della is also going to draw her scimitar, and uh, spend an arcane pool point. We look this up. Yes and I actually get to add a plus two bonus with one swift action and one point.
3: The way we've always done it, because we're stupid, is two swift actions, two arcane pool points to add a plus one each time. No, 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 we looked it up. The mages, once they reach fifth level, can, as a swift action, get a pl- an automatic plus two to spend however they want. They can make it a plus two weapon. They can make it uh, flaming and shock. It has to be at least a plus one weapon to begin with, which yours already is. Um, swift action, and it's only one arcane pool point. Mages are overpowered. Okay, so you <laughs> light it on fire. No, but it's already lit on fire.
2: It's already lit on fire, and I'm going to add shock and keen to it.
3: This is another cool thing we found out, is that in order to light a weapon on fire, or if a weapon has the flaming property, or uh, Nestor's bow has shocking, you have to use a command word for it to go flaming, which is a standard action. But
2: which is ridiculous it's, but. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, but that's the game you know what's ridiculous? the magus but you um, can always have it going the only time you would want to shut it off is if you're in a town that's like afraid of fire or afraid of electricity
2: or if you're trying to be stealthy
3: or if you're trying to be stealthy exactly what a- but what's so cool about Della if Della has already done this command word she sheaths it no fire as she pulls it out she pulls out a flaming scimitar yeah.
2: whoa which is fucking cool
3: All right, so you did that, and then you move where?
2: I'm going to move next to Baron.
3: All right, so you get right up to the right of, excuse me, the left of the door that you guys entered. Umlo's turn. Poor little Umlo. Poor little Umlo is down four points of con. He had one save going towards his, um, his cure. He needs two consecutive saves, but he failed his
0: last one. Oh, no.
3: Down four con, and I rolled a, a seven. seven. He gets a plus six. Umlo fails. Oh no. Oh no. Again. Umlo, correct I. Umlo loses, only one more point of con. Oof. So Umlo is down five, as is Ingrahild. More importantly, he failed the save again, so he needs two more saves to make it through. Umlo, in all, with all haste, uh, tries to uh, reach the door as well. He's like stumbling down he's the stairs.
5: Like, gur, gur, gur,
3: gur, gur, and he makes <laughs> it, uh, he's a little slower than his sister. He makes it uh, right behind Baron, and then in front of him to the right is Della. So you've got Baron, Della, and Umlo at the door. Ingridhild is already up the steps, and Sir Willamette getting ready to charge the door. Round two. Nestor coin.
0: Uh... I'm gonna back up to where Baron is. Like I'm seeing, like everyone's moving out of the out of the room. I'm gonna back up, still ready, ready action. Uh, if I see an enemy, fire a fire an arrow at it. Fine,
3: right, Nestor is ready. Cling. And clink, I'm
0: like, you're a little shaken. I'm, yeah, I'm shaking, shaking, but not stirred, mate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, lot safer in that jail cell in now than in the tomb of a giant slayer.
2: And a lot poorer too.
4: And a lot poorer,
3: <laughs> Baron baronson
4: Now I know that Sir Willamette is about to charge at the door. Mm-hmm. Is it possible for me to damage uh, this door with my weapon from a distance?
3: Absolutely. Um, do so you want to? Can you get up to him and stand in front of him so you're not taking any? Because uh, now he's on a, a wolf. You don't want to take. I can stand behind. I him. I mean, you're going to hit it.
4: You're going to. I'm going to stand behind him. So yeah. the damage will be. And can you apply up close and deadly to a door is the question.
2: Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to get up close and deadly. And it's like, what is it when you shoot a door? It's like automatic hit. And...
3: Yeah. So it's hardness is like yeah. DR. Yeah. 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 Exactly. A
4: total of 22 points of damage.
3: So Baron just <laughs> <laughs> chunks
0: of uh, stone fly. Mm-hmm. All right. This is so desperate. Just like, <laughs> running at it and shooting it. <laughs> like trying to. Uh, it's kind of cool when you think about it. She's like, get us out of this town! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Everybody coughing. Six seconds ago,
3: Lockmore is did his wail at you guys. Nowhere to be seen. He is now somewhere. Maybe he's escaped. Did you guys close that tomb door behind you? Nope. Sir Willamette.
1: Uh, Sir Willamette hears, boom! <laughs> right behind <laughs> his, his ear, and he sees chunks fall off, turns to, to Sheriff Redheart, and he's like, you've given me a target. And he uh, pull, draws his long sword, and he says, Lexington, I'm sorry. We must sacrifice ourselves for the team.
3: Charge!
1: And he launches himself at the door.
3: And is this to try and break it with strength? I am strength, going... Or is this yeah. to just to, to do more damage to it? To do him?
1: more damage to it. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to... Uh, yeah,
3: Lork is probably the only one that could have done the actual break DC. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I'm going to take... Uh, I'm gonna impose on myself a couple hit points of damage on Lexington because we are just charging into the wall. Right. But he's uh he he's goes he goes where I lead. Wily coyote. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so you see my sword is like glowing with uh, the power of Yomadai. She charges Divine Fury Divine Fury and does nine points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> no joke, you run up to
3: it and just <clears throat> barely like dust falls Tank to the floor. Comes off. Um yeah, knock, like, sweetie, omadai, super <laughs> successful. Yeah, uh, and you guys are sitting ducks. I mean, I had a feeling that was going to happen.
4: Also, I don't know if it matters. I'm thinking about skeletons in this place, but mine counts as bludgeoning damage if slashing is less effective against stone or something. It
2: isn't, which is weird. It should be. It should. I mean, be. I've yeah, never yeah, seen in this rules case, about it. You're just, you're just you know, trying to get bludgeoning through. Bludgeoning should
0: I mean, be the most effective. But get,
2: will energy damage affect stone.
0: Yes yeah shocking grasp but I don't already. I don't know if it bypasses hardness though but it, I think it does uh, yeah it doesn't energy damage? yeah it
1: bypasses dr automatically yeah so oh, you know what I actually looked this up once I'll look it up again keep going
3: uh, Ingrahild is going to come up behind and uh, to try and do some uh, some damage as it were um, she has to walk up there so she can't uh, take multiple attacks. But she will use her War Axe and <clears throat> nothing. Does no... Uh, she actually hit the exact amount of damage as the hardness of the door. So she does nothing.
2: Della. Della is, says, let, let me try with... Let oh, me tr-
3: wait. Della. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. There we go. The poison has run its course. You do not have to roll. Anything. Oh, no,
0: oh no. yeah. All right.
2: Oh, automatically. Automatically. That's the, it has it has the duration. Run Are you back to your full con, too? I'm not, but I'm above... I'm above zero. Okay. So
0: So, I'm
3: will will live, and Della, for the time being, will live.
2: For the time being, Uh, Della is uh, tells everybody clear out that she's gonna try with the door. They can't Uh, move though. Oh yeah, you can't. Um, and also,
4: for metagaming, just having me shoot it three times might be more effective.
2: You you have to pay for those bullets. I can shock and grasp it in one hit. You know. True. But you're right, I can't get up there. If, if
4: if you can share a square with Ingerhild, it could work.
3: Um, I mean, Ingerhild was there enough to, like, if they're all taking their action and then stepping back to let the next person do it, I'm not gonna hamstring you like that. You can get up there and take an attack.
2: Well, I have to cast and, all right, well, I'll just do it with the, with the current spell. So I'll get up there and do it with my shock, shocking, flaming scimitar.
3: All right, and it's shocking because?
2: I have my arcane pool. It's ah, shock, shock oh, okay. it has so shock. You used,
1: that's what you use, it's so you worse. Sh- than physical damage, oh it is. Energy damage does half damage. Then you apply
2: hardness to it. Still, oh wow. So it's gonna do nothing. nothing. Oh well, then I won't do that. I'll just cast Cat's Grace.
3: <laughs> okay, so you stay behind. Cast Cat's Grace. There's a five foot spot in front of the door for anybody uh, for all comers that want to get up there. Uh, I'm low.
2: Can, you, can I do a knowledge check on uh, Lockmore now that we've seen him?
3: Um, he? Arc- Arcana, dungeoneering. No, you can't see him. He's gone.
2: From what I saw him originally? I,
3: no, like a, right. a retroactive one. Um, but when you see him again, you absolutely can as a free action. Uh, all right, Umlo is just going to, I mean, he doesn't want to clog this hallway uh, much anymore, but he will. Uh, he's just going to move up there. So he is going to clog the hallway. So you've got Baron, you've got I'm, Sir Willamette I'm on gonna the
4: wall. I'm going to say Wolf. to Umlo when I feel him behind me, that I know he's weakened and he can't really do anything. I say, look for any other secret doors we could get out of here with.
1: Okay, was, I'm gonna say, uh, you keep on the door. I'll go back into the tomb and see if there's another way out.
3: Okay. Round three, Mister Coin.
0: Uh, so I'm, I still, I've got my arrow trained into the darkness, and I like, kind of like, lean my head into the doorway. And say, listen, mate, I hear you bashing at that door up there. Is there any way I could, uh, uh, is there any way I could pick the lock?
4: The lock's hidden it's a it's a rolling door mechanism thing right so
0: you can yell that back down let me it. take, it's pure stone let me take a look at it I want to have a chance sure.
4: I said come on up Nestor
0: take a look all right so I uh, I I move up there and I, t- I, t- I take a look so you're gonna roll a perception check to try okay. and figure this out yeah uh, 26. Nice. Yes, it's
3: pure stone. It needs, it needs to be broken through. He's his thought is to lock you in there for life and maybe kill you from above.
0: So uh, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do, mate. Good luck. Thanks for trying. <laughs> well, Good show. Not, nothing ventured, nothing gained, I'm old daddy's to say. <laughs> I'd like to meet your father. Well, that might be possible, but carry on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, carry on. Baron.
4: <laughs> Baron says, I told you this door was solid. Solid as a rock. And then he. <laughs>
3: That's how my love <laughs> Does
4: is. a full round attack on
3: it. All right, so Baron gets up in that space, sits five foot steps, so he can do three attacks. Mind you, all this time that it's taking to break this down, he's maneuvering about or escaping. Baron. Just roll damage three times. Fifteen. Okay.
4: Thirteen. Twelve.
3: The door is like almost down. Someone strong enough now might be able to. The break DC has gone down because you have chipped away more than half of the door.
2: Hmm. Strength is a weakness of this party, isn't it? It is. We don't have any. Uh, we don't have any. She knew there was a weakness. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> so that's it. Lock us in a tomb was a great strategy.
3: Um, okay. Before it's Sir Willamette's turn, your torch goes out. Gone. Oh no. Sir Willamette's turn.
1: Um, magically? Magically. Oh shit. Um. Ooh. Darkness spell? Uh, alright. Well, if it goes out, I can't see, so I can't go anywhere. So I will, uh.
2: Lexington can see, can he? Uh.
1: uh well, sure. Wait, does but, my
0: light go out too on my bow? No, nope, it just uh, Sir William's torch. Oh well, then I'm up near you, so you can see.
1: Okay, so I first thing I'm gonna do if is anything, I'm gonna. it's just something to be aware of. I'm gonna um, while I'm still up there, I'm gonna detect evil. Oh, it's the air. Just, is so, it the air going out?
4: Ooh, yeah, we could be losing all our air.
1: Uh, I'm gonna do detect evil. Uh, so 60 feet beyond the door and up, you know, sort of in the range that he was, to see if he's approaching us or not. There,
3: you definitely detect evil.
1: So it seems like he's coming closer.
3: He is, uh, he, you know what you know? He didn't leave.
1: Okay. That's so what you know. I'll let you know, uh, or I'll, I'll let them know. He has not fled the tomb. He's still here. I'll search for another way out. And by, um, by Nestor's light, he will work his way back down the uh, the steps. And um, yeah, once he gets to the bottom, it's it's completely dark. So I think he's going to ask one of the dwarves to help him look for a secret entrance. A secret exit.
3: Okay. So um, maybe
1: Umlo, uh, who's weak, you know, or, or yeah, because they're good with the stone. Let Baron keep shooting away at the door.
3: All right. Ingrahild steps up and does damage to it. Ooh. Just boom! She does five points of damage to has it. Has the hardness gone down? Uh, can I, the hardness hasn't, but the break DC has. Okay. Um, it is, Ingrahild's like, it only, oh, Ingrahild can keep hacking at it, actually. Yeah. Um, so let's see here second attack. Boom, does another five points of damage, and on her third attack, she breaks through the door.
5: Oh! Boom! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: right. Boom!
0: Way to go. Oh, she is
1: it? no nonsense. Super Ooh. duper.
0: funagrum <laughs> She cut through that thing like Lork's neck. <laughs> Sling!
2: Oh that's man, a, that's a deep cut. skid. Oh. Uh, no. no. <laughs>
3: give me back that the bottle first, cap. I gave you a few episodes. ago. First
2: cut
1: is the deepest. That's that very, needs to be a house rule. Is seriously that you can take away bottle caps for bad jokes or bad ideas? <laughs> I think that's
3: fair. That's Totally fair. I think it's going to stay. I'd give out a lot more because we pull. I'd pull them all back. <laughs> all right. Boom. Little map. Switcheroo now, and now you are all. in a a winding line back to the room with the four statues. No Lockmore in sight, no nothing. You've got the door to your left, which leads to that L-shaped hallway back to the room that smelled like shit full of broken stuff. Then you've got a hallway to your right leading up to a door that you have not yet explored. And it is Della's turn.
1: Um, hold on a second. You can give me some sense from that detect evil, like where, because it's it's a an individual aura. So, was it kind of left, right, center? Um, right. So you were sensing up. Uh,
3: it felt like it was.
0: Is detect evil? Is it like detect magic, where if you concentrate for a number of rounds, you get more and more specific about yeah, it? Yeah,
3: I believe that's true. Yeah. So you don't.
0: I think that's true.
2: Della's turn.
3: Nice try, Joe. Uh, Della.
2: Uh, Della is going to. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Della is going to full round action run.
3: Della, you're going to full on run. Yep. How many spaces does
2: that give you? It gives me up to 120 feet, right?
3: All right. So you got to decide: Do you want to go to the left the way you came? Do you want to go to the right down the hallway you have yet to explore?
2: <laughs> Della, oh, shit.
5: the
3: front line. Just fighter. go. Go.
2: going to go down the hallway we haven't explored. Della. Unless we have, unless I see him in the it room. He could be trapped. I know.
3: All right, Della. Della, fortune favors the bold. They also die a lot quicker. <laughs> uh, okay, so you can't go off 100, full 120 feet because at the end of the hallway is a door. 20 feet down the end of this hallway is a door.
4: Maybe it loops back around to the viewing exactly. chamber. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe
3: it does, Grant But Della, you get up there and you're like, "That's a door! Yep. And then it is Umlo's turn. Umlo, just "Ah, Phenogram, Phenogram. He can't even get up to the top of the stairs and he can't occupy the same space as his combatants, so he is stuck behind the line. Round four. Took you four rounds to break out of this tomb. It is now Nestor the Destroyer Coin's turn.
0: Uh, I'm gonna make a double move to get right behind uh, Della
3: perfect plenty of space to do so, so
0: pardon me love <laughs> let me um, take a look at that door
3: roll a perception on the door
0: uh, 27
3: 27 it appears to be untrapped and unlocked okay the only lock you've broken through
0: it's clear there it's is a it's clear lock. my little dove you can open it if you like. You can
3: feel Nestor's hot breath on your neck. We'll talk about we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Shut up. Possible love story. Shut up and kill him. The improbable love story. Uh, all right, I see Baron just looking at the map and doing math. Talk to me.
4: Uh, Baron will move twenty feet, his standard move action, to stand at the end of the line. And he is going to ready an action to shoot anyone who comes into his sight that is aggressive to the party.
3: All right, so you get to the end of that hallway, and I'm gonna shoot Nestor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyone evil that I see. I, I usually see. don't allow
2: that. <laughs>
4: Uh, Okay, can I do a perception check to see if I see the shape of an obsidian fire giant statue sticking out of a bag Bulging out of that bag. It's in his back pocket.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I mean there was a lot going on in that room But you're in the middle of combat gonna have to check that out later the three or four of you that live Uh, All right Willamette uh, Sir, can, can
1: I just say how perfectly like I had this character in mind when I created him And like this is exactly what he's supposed to be Is he's like I'll take care of it and like launches his way up to the door and I like, can't get through He charges at it does nothing and then they're like go check something else And he's like I'll do that and he goes to the back and then they break through the door and he's as far away from anything happening as possible <laughs> so It's like all coming together yeah. if
4: you're if you're Don Quixote, who's your Pancho Villa? It's Baron
3: <laughs> uh,
1: <good.
4: laughs> Sheriff Rithard
3: Ingridhild says to you, perhaps we should split up and surround
5: him
1: Yeah, so uh, that's what I was actually thinking is I'm all the way in the back So uh, Willamette is going to take Lexington Back up the stairs, Lexington And as he comes up, he sees that they're trying to go through that door That we haven't been through before So he's going to go to the other door that we had already come through Is okay. it o- open still? It is still open, yeah all right, you guys And I'm going to stand guard there That looks about a double move to me So Okay Oh, I'm also going to sheathe. Uh, No, I double move so I can't sheathe. Sorry. I'll wait.
3: All right. uh, Ingrahild double moves into that hallway. She's made her decision. She is going around. Okay. Hmm. Uh, And it is Della's turn. Open the door. Della opens the door. Her love, open the
0: door. Della, open the door.
4: Kick in the door. Roy's actually a little nervous drawing this. I saw a little shake in his hand. What's going to happen? That's the hangover, girl. It's, it's
2: the delirium tremens.
0: He's <laughs> like Huck Finn's dad.
2: Yeah. Drummond.
0: It's
2: like t-
4: Tom Hanks in, in Saving Prior Ryan, but without the heroism. Just a total fucking coward who would never, never, never give up anything for anyone else.
2: Ernest. Burn this, Grant. <laughs>
0: that,
2: that's uh, actually what he says to himself every time he wants another drink. <laughs> you
3: guys are picking a hell of a time to shit on me. Del, <laughs> uh, you know what? Just, Just got to roll a fortitude save again <laughs> while we're at it. Roll two. <laughs> Minus six. Suicidal. Uh, Della, you open the door and you see a chamber 15 feet to the far side of the wall. Uh, The wall, uh, the chamber ends right to your right and stretches all the way to the west. So back the way you guys came. And sure enough, it looks, you don't even need dungeoneering to know that it loops back around to the chamber, the viewing chamber. Let me just tell you what you see. On the opposite side of the wall, there are huge stone panels lining the walls of the chamber, each depicting a carved scene. But the first thing you notice upon opening this room is that all the scenes have been desecrated in some mm-hmm. way. There's little nameplates under each one. And the last one, the one closest to you, directly across from the door, is covered in shit.
0: Oh, wow. Covered in dried fecal matter.
3: Ooh. And oh. each of the paintings uh, depicts, like, um, you know, clearly steel Steelhand at the doing, like, courageous Acts deeds. of heroism. Acts yeah. of heroism.
4: What if he's like a Marquis de Sade type?
3: What do you
1: do? <laughs> do I see...
4: Better
0: just ignore what he said and go on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: do I see Lockmore? Grant, you're too intelligent for your own good. <laughs> do I see Lockmore? <laughs> you gotta get out of this RPG podcast business, Grant. You gotta go on Dan Carlin's podcast instead. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you belong it's a, on hardcore
3: history yeah, hardcore history not here at all <laughs> You do not see Lockmore
2: Della's gonna ready in action. Okay, if she sees Lockmore, she's going to magic missile him mm. Ready's in
3: action if she sees so does she step into the room can I you could do whatever you yeah. like you, you still have your move action.
2: Well, I can't ready in action if I open the door and take another move action, right?
3: Correct. So yeah, um, yeah, so, so you're you ready be... in action
2: from the doorway yeah, yeah mean, just stay. Yeah. No, I'll stay there. He can walk right through me, right? Yeah, sure. I'll walk. I'll, I'll go around. Don't worry.
0: No, don't stay. Where you are, I'll, I'll go around.
3: Fair enough. Umlo double moves up to his sister. He's 10 feet behind her. So right now, going towards that room with all the smashed items, there's a door, a five-foot space, Ingrahild, a five-foot space, Umlo wraps around the corner 10 feet and Sir Willamette is on Lexington at the door leading to the hallway on the other side of the room you have Baron standing at the edge of this hallway that Nestor and Della ran down to Della is at the foot of the, at the head of the door or in the doorway looking at this room and Nestor is directly behind her
0: right. we have we have effectively split the party
3: the party has been split. It's
4: his fault, because he's in control of two of our... He split
3: it! It's him! I don't know what you're talking about, Grant. I'm just playing... our agency. I'm just playing the characters the way they would play. (laughs) Round five! Nesta coin.
0: I'm going to slip into the room, uh, move against the uh, uh, eastern wall with my board drone, Bow drawn, and <laughs> sorry, and look, uh, see. Do, can I do perception check to see if there's anything of interest? Okay. Sure. Uh, Twenty-seven.
3: Uh, there are footprints crisscrossing, going every which way on the mm. floor.
0: Okay. Uh, then I, I'm gonna ready in action. Uh, I'm gonna fire my arrow at anyone who comes in.
3: The other thing you notice on all of the paintings that show Nargrim, mm-hmm. his eyes have been scratched
0: out
1: of oh. every single painting. Weird. Oh man, this guy is got I don't, a and serious I'm still, like, kind stalker like...
0: thing going on. <laughs> and I'm st- Nestor's still kind of like shaking. Like he's still, you know, thinking to this guy.
3: Baron Redheart with the soul of a dwarf. Baron, have you ever been in a dwarven tomb? Have you ever been in like? I'm sure the, you've had family members that have passed before or fake they, family they members. They
4: weren't my family members. They weren't your family yeah, members, no, but like they,
3: maybe they had a Viking funeral or something like that, but do, you've ever been in a tomb well, dwarves, like this?
4: dwarves revere their dead so much that I'm sure I've been to tombs on, on many occasions to respect those who've left this mortal coil. Mm-hmm.
0: That's like Universal Studios for a dwarf.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> wow, look <laughs> at how do they do that. That buttress is amazing.
3: And now, look, you've come here With these other dwarves that are looking for their kinsmen. You've seen what it looks like to be revered by a community, and there's gotta be a part of you that's like, I want this one day. I want to go out in a blaze of glory and be looked at as a demigod or someone that, like, they own, like a Paul Bunyan esque figure. So here you stand. You can go to the right with Nestor and Della, you can go to the left with Willamette and then our Grimkins.
4: I am torn between, um, Wanting to protect Della, who I've known as this young but very capable woman. Talk who, it out, sheriff. Who is a uh, who's who's making her own way in the world. But She's your little deputy. deputy. She's your little deputy. My little little Debbie deputy cupcakes, and uh, <laughs> and um, you know, Della is. You should be glad Della's not hearing this. <laughs> Ingra held. Um, Did I'm, you call me cupcakes? I'm speaking of cupcakes. I'm starting to get a little sweet on held. I think held. Uh, oh. I think
3: I'm getting a little crush
4: crush on her. Oh. So I don't know. Cupcakes. I think. <laughs> I think that um, I to Push it Sorry, Push it into a fence He gave me a spot You should
2: give us A bottle cap for that
4: show Ah <laughs> uh, yes I'm going yeah. to have You'll to You'll never win the presidency At this rate I'm going to have to Realize what my strengths are And my weaknesses are And as a dwarf Only being able to move 20 feet per round, I'm going to move Towards the closer means Of Ingress and Egress On the northern side Of the board
3: Two dwarves go to the left One to the right double moves past Stella past Nestor and you are directly in front of the painting where the uh, plaque is covered in dried fecal matter
4: I say cursed you Loch Ness for all the toil and trouble you brought upon this planet
3: roll a perception check
4: Loch Ness (laughs)
1: Loch Mora you
4: Loch Ness monster (laughs) it's not my fault it's not my fault this isn't the best name they've ever given a bad guy okay (laughs) sorry Paizo ooh 16
3: 16 It's been... You can see they've all been desecrated. This one has been the most desecrated. But it looks like Nargrim, with his eyes uh, etched, scratched out, is being uh, attacked in the back.
0: Oh, oh this is wow. the scene. This is it. That's the scene of him of his betrayal.
1: Mm. Sir Willamette Keswick. Uh, Sir Willamette is going to... Sir Willamette can't see. He's been left. Alone. In the dark. Torchless. Yeah. Torchless. These dwarves have dark vision. The light uh, went with Nestor into Mm -hmm. the other room. The dwarves in front of me have complete dark vision. All of a sudden, he's like, shit. (laughs) Like, (laughs) completely left in blackness. So he is going to fumble for and sheathe his longsword and then spend a full round action lighting a torch. Oh, man. (sighs) But it goes back up again. And he can see again, so he's like, peace of mind, but he has to spend a whole round doing that.
3: Uh, I, this is why I wish we could do this on a video screen live so you could see. This is insane. <laughs> we have literally split the party, but you know what all the rooms look like. Right. You know, there's only, it's, you know, 15, 30. It's like four, 40, 50 feet wide altogether, but you guys are coming around surrounding him.
4: I'm hoping that we can successfully execute a pincer attack on Lockmore. Mm, a pincer attack? Yes, like the Zulu.
1: Ingrahild looks back at Umlo and says, I'm going in. Ingrahild. Uh, I'll be right behind you. Just need a moment. <laughs> just just landing this. <laughs> <laughs> damn Flint? Uh, the flint won't take. <laughs> I'll have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to have gotten a bit damp.
3: Ingrahild moves forward ten feet and sees Lockmore. Oh, you oh, guys right.
5: went the wrong way!
1: You should have went the way the GM went. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah
5: <right?
3: laughs> Uh she oh, sees there he is. him uh like standing uh to the right of the door and he attacks her immediately.
4: Oh, Ready to no. action, bro.
1: Ready to action.
4: What a what a! Oh she's also
0: predator. down.
1: She's down. Yeah. Yeah. So is Umlo.
0: Shit. Oh boy. Oh ooh, this is not good at all.
3: Uh would that be her flat footed AC?
0: Uh, no, moving. because they're in combat rounds. Yeah, I mean right. she's so, looking for trouble. Yeah, right.
3: She assumes trouble around every corner. Uh, she walks in, and he has a giant spear, barbed. Barbed. Oh, on the end he's of it. using his weapon, and he's going to do three attacks at her. You can't ready that. Can't ready multiple attacks.
1: Nope. You can ready one attack.
3: And he is going to attack with all force. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Vital strike. <Yeah. laughs> Vital Strike. Vital <laughs> Strike, yeah. Well that was convenient. <laughs>
3: uh all right. Let's roll the old I don't think I can't remember the last time I rolled this neon green D to attack!
1: You know you um, you don't even have to tell us really what's happening. It'd be he, kind of interesting. He is going to do uh
3: something known as bloody assault.
2: Oh boy! He was too into what he wanted to do not to tell us. Wait, I
4: thought he ready to full round attack action. How's he doing a bloody assault now?
3: Twenty seven
1: to hit.
4: Oof!
3: Hits. That's a hit. Old Ingrahild for twenty one points of damage.
1: Oof. Twenty one.
3: (laughs) Yep. Oh man! This is (laughs) with one attack hits her for twenty one points of damage, and
1: so we obviously all hear Ingrahild like scream. Yeah, yeah.
3: Right. And ah, this bloody assault does, it's a less, she, it takes a minus to attack, and it does bleed damage immediately instead. Oh, wow. And she takes four points of bleed damage, oh, which wow. will tick every round on her turn. Well, oh. is it always
1: four points, or is it a die roll?
3: Always four points. That's how okay. bleed works now. It's you roll it, and that's what it is. No, that's not true. That's not true. Bleed is you roll it every round.
1: Yeah. Okay. So If it's... it says the bleed is 1D something, yeah. you roll that die yeah, every yeah. round.
3: Okay. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah. So she uh, is going to take four points of bleed damage on her turn, and she's down 21. Ladies and gentlemen, the battle with Lockmore the Betrayer has begun! <laughs> Della.
4: She gets to respond, doesn't she? Does she just totally stop her action? Oh, you're right, attack? yeah, no, she, she, gets, gets she definitely back.
3: gets to respond. She but just moved, no. She
4: just moved 10 feet, so is she done?
3: No, she can move uh, 20 feet. So if she moves in, will that provoke as well? It, well, does. it She's does. leaving
2: a threatened square. She's yeah.
3: leaving a threatened square. So it provokes. Okay, so he's going to attack again. Definite hit. Mm. Um, and it, it the bloody assault lasts until his next time, next turn, so she's gonna take more bleed damage oh, on no. her turn. If oh yeah, it did hit.
2: Lucky she has that diehard feat.
0: Oh, does she? she yeah. Oh she does, that's right. She's
3: gonna live free or die hard. <laughs> Um, 19 points of damage. That's 40. She may be down because her con is down five. I need to check that. Let me check the bleed. Three points of bleed. So she's gonna take- Don't take any s- of that not- damage. I haven't taken it yet. Okay. But she's now going to take seven points of bleed on her turn. So she's going to now take 47 points of damage. Oh my god. This is the power of this feat. She now has four hit points left. Oh boy. And
2: it's her turn. Oh my turn. God! So if she takes damage, she's probably perma dead.
3: And like she said, as she ran down this hallway, Fornagram! Uh, one attack.
2: Twenty-one to hit. We don't see any of this, by the way.
3: No, and you got to no. play it as such. I mean, obviously.
1: Well, we hear the trouble. We're literally just watching Troy play a game against himself.
3: <laughs> Guys, you should come play with me sometime. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, he, she hits. She does hit. And does eight points of damage to Lockmore, the betrayer.
0: And he's dead. But,
3: <laughs> but perhaps it was her last attack. Yeah. We got to think, at four hit points, even with the diehard feat, we got to find out if bleed is going to continue to tick with the diehard feet. I would think diehard just stabilizes you, but bleed is bleed. A heal check is the only thing that
1: stops bleed, I believe. Well, we've also discussed this before and said that I uh, bleed stops when you are stabilized because the yeah. very definition of stable is, is that you're uh, not bleeding. Right. Okay.
3: But this is a guy that did 21 points of damage and that wasn't max damage. He could very well kill her with one hit. Right. And he gets two he attacks. You always just
1: atta- attack her when she's
2: unconscious.
3: And you know he gets at least two attacks per round. Uh, it is now
2: Della's turn. Uh, hearing the scream. <coughs> Let, me just check. Let me just check make sure the rules are on my phone before I do something. That was awesome. Did
3: you do that on purpose? <laughs> uh, well, it's a, uh, I have the screams going. The, <laughs> you, that just happened when he said, hearing yep. the scream,
5: ah, ah.
2: Yeah, never mind. Uh, Della's gonna turn around and double move back down the hallway.
3: Ah, so you're gonna go the other way. You don't want to go through the viewing chamber.
2: It's shorter to go this way. Okay. Knowing that she's in that room. How many steps? Twelve.
3: All right, so you get right behind Umlo. Della just... I heard a scream! And now it is Umlo's turn. Umlo can only move 20 feet. He hears his sister cry out in pain. Steps into the room there. And is directly behind Ingrahild, and he's helpless; cannot do anything because he does not have the movement speed to continue. Round six, the combat proper has begun.
2: He can take a standard action, can he? Sure. Can he try to move her?
3: uh, No, you've got to roll a CMB to grapple her, and then do the the, 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 can't do it. Um, Yeah, the best he can do is just uh, you know ready an action or wait or whatnot. Round six, Nestor coin. You see Della.
0: Okay. Uh yeah, I'm going well say her run and I, well she looks like she knows what she's doing, so I will follow her. And I run, I double move. Um, and actually i actually I've I have twenty feet reduced movement now because of the strength damage. I'm uh, at medium encumbrance, so twenty feet so I can move I can move uh, forty feet and I get right behind uh, Sir so
3: Ah, right, because this was the strength damage from the poison from those spiders. Right. Probably the only effective thing they did yeah. was take some strength away from the hardened criminal, Mr. Coin, mm-hmm. Baron Redheart. Baron. Alone in b- the room.
4: Baron takes in the full breadth and depth of the image of Nargrim Steelhand's betrayal in front of him. hears the scream of the woman he has just nascent affection and love for. In the distance and he says to himself I'm gonna stab that some bitch right in the back. Just <laughs> like he did to Nargram. And I get to that door. Unless I can run and move two two more times. Well
3: opening the, that door hasn't okay, been opened, so you could Can you double move? So he goes
4: to the other door in the
0: room. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So so you get up to the door and stand
3: in front of the closed door, because you guys went right, and I believe that was Baron's decision to go right.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Right. I like to go right.
4: And I'm still going right, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're going the opposite way now.
3: Exactly. It is now Lockmore's turn. And I'm going to do this as I always do. It's one thing to kill your son in a dramatic moment. I didn't roll to kill Jason. You just decided. I decided. If Ingrahild dies, she dies because of the dice. Lockmore takes a five foot step back, which now has him in range of the other door as well with this giant spear. Ingrahild and Umlo see Nargrim's steel hand like it was growing out of a stump where his hand used to
1: be. Gross. The power that allows he him. He just to wanted to be him so Wheel mm. this weapon. He was so jealous. So consumed with jealousy. Not, probably not off that steel hand. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too.
3: He does two attacks. First attack misses. Oh! Ooh. Thirteen to hit. Oh, because I still have bloody assault on. Shit! I wasn't gonna do bloody assault. Uh, well, I, I didn't take it off, so he's still going to do bloody assault. Misses. Second attack at Ingridhild. He missed
0: twice. Oh, wow. wow.
4: Wow
3: She is protected by Torak. I thought that wow. was gonna be it. The, the really spirit did. of
4: her ancestors has come down to protect mm-hmm. her.
3: I really thought that was gonna be it. Sir Willamette.
1: Sir Willamette! Lexington! Here we go. Oh. Uh yes. Oh, Lexington! So he whew, he's got this torch now, he can see. He's going to move uh, down the hallway and uh past uh past Umlo. Into the room, uh, which will be a, a double move, right? So he's going to double move in and a, kind of assess the uh, the scene. This is 40 feet here. Uh, I can move 70 feet as a double move. So do you want to move? So yeah, I'm going to move to further to the opposite corner So of the room. I move all the way around to sort of flank him on the other side from where he w- was just attacking Ingrahild. Okay, so when you guys entered the viewing
3: chamber and decided to go right through that door, if you were to hypothetically walk through that door now, what you would see is 10 feet to your left, Lockmore the Betrayer. 10 feet to your right, Sir Willamette Keswick.
1: <laughs> so Sir Willamette In sees... In the corner of the room. So Sir Willamette sees this unfolding. He sees Ingrahild is really hurt. He knows that this guy is Lockmore Edergun. He comes into this corner of the room and uh, he just kind of stares this guy down and he's seething with anger at this guy for what he did. And he's just like, you betrayed your own kin. I have spoken with your mother and she spoke of your weakness. (laughs) Your weakness is your jealousy for a better man. Oh, I smite thee oh. and he smites evil. Uh, wow. Say so, hello to
3: your mother for me.
1: Right. So, oh cuz
3: the wolf double moved. Right. You yeah. get your action. Right? right.
1: That is fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, he spites evil and he's going to draw sort of off the side his lance and level level <laughs> oh. his lance, but he can't charge this round. So we'll see oh, what that is awesome. But, but In- yeah, you see literally like the light of Iomadai, it, like, smites this guy. It doesn't do any damage, but just, like, starts to settle on him as a target, you know? Right. For, like, uh, for, the, for the goodness of which And you see Will stands His behind. skin
3: is melting off his body. Like, you can see the bone. He is evil, right? And the muscle underneath. Oh, he's evil. Okay. He is the pure... <laughs> Personification of evil. I don't know if sir Willamette has faced an evil like this before in his crusades. Maybe not. He did go to Mendev I mean he's seen, demons, he's seen demons, but not like a
1: ton of demons. God,
3: this is centuries old Former like normal living humanoid.
1: I want to ask you don't have to tell me is he undead? Because I don't I don't have any ability to know that uh, With my abilities as is right now.
0: Well, you can do a religion. You can do a religion check.
1: knowledge. Yeah, I could do a knowledge religion Can I do a knowledge religion? See if he's undead or if I know anything about his bloody assault. Hmm. Ooh, uh, 19.
3: He is not undead.
1: Okay. Interesting. But he is evil. Yeah. He's immortal. Hmm. Yes, he's cursed with immortality. Bingo.
3: You know what, Dylan? That was a good observation.
1: You told us. You you literally told us that.
3: (laughs) Um, It's Ingrahild's turn. And she takes two d4 bleed. She has four hit points left. She is now at zero, and
1: she is now unconscious. Nope, she is not. She has the diehard feat. So what is she at? Negative, oh, she negative will,
0: She has the yeah. She has the option to be either disabled or or go unconscious. unconscious.
3: Ingraham will remain disabled. She is fighting for the honor of her yeah. ancestors. Yeah. Plus Troy wants to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> know he Come on. <laughs> She's at negative two. Della Narn ran back. She's now in the hallway facing that room.
2: Della is going to move into the room. Full move action, six squares. Right beyond uh, Umlo. Right. And she's going to cast Blade Lash. What? What is that? What, what is that? I don't, I don't remember you preparing that this morning. It's so a level one <laughs> spell. <laughs> <laughs> Blade, La- Blade Lash your weapon elongates and becomes whip-like. As part of casting the spell, you can use this weapon to attempt to trip, attempt a trip combat maneuver against one creature within 20 feet and you gain a plus 10 bonus in your roll after which the weapon returns to its previous form. So she comes in, flaming electricity coursing through the scimitar and it's like
3: Alright, so blade
2: lash. And I'm going to use uh, it's been a key arcane pull point to give myself arcane accuracy to add a plus 3 to my roll. Oh. Woo! So do I add my attack, my attack bonus to this? So you're using spell combat is what you're saying? No.
3: So you're casting a spell and attacking? That's
2: no, spell. I'm moving and casting a spell. As part of casting the spell, I get to make the trip, atta- trip, atta- trip attempt. <laughs> that's <laughs> All right.
1: what the spell is. So, uh, so quick question. Uh, is it not plus four for the arcane accuracy? I mean, that's what I thought it was. For it's your amages.
2: intelligence bonus.
1: Oh, okay. All right, so, so
2: you make it. It's a, Now my question an immediate
3: add, uh it's a immediate. Yeah.
2: Standard action of doing the spell. I get to make the the attempt. All right, go for it. Do I add my normal melee bonus to this to, to, the to this.
1: There's a thing right here for blade spell.
4: Oh, cool! <laughs> the
2: <laughs> blade your, changes sounds like it's shade. your
4: standard combat maneuver. It's bonus, your CMB, so just...
2: plus yeah. CMB plus ten. My CMB plus right, right against plus three. That's awesome. Sixteen. Oh, oh that's not gonna. That yeah, is a that is a fail. Uh, that
3: would have been awesome. But it looked really cool to everybody standing in the room.
0: <laughs>
2: I rolled a natural three.
0: Oh, man.
3: Now, Umlo, for his part, knows that Ingrid Hold is in bad shape. He understands diehard. He has it. He steps up to protect his sister and provokes from Lockmore, the betrayer. Lockmore rolls and hits Umlo.
1: And Ingerhild is down and not and activating Die Hard to stay up, so she's already below zero right now. Like Ingerhild's right. at negative two and in bad shape. Oh, man. Uh,
3: and Umlo just took 20 points of damage oh. from that attack of opportunity. Oh, my God. And mind you, Umlo was in bad shape to begin with. Yeah, his, with con his con is down, too. his Khan is down. So his max HP is down. Um, that what? was just the attack of opportunity. <laughs> Okay, and uh, now uh, Umlo, up in his face, makes one attack, and hits. There we go. Connects Let's with this go,
4: guy. Let's
3: Hits him with his warhammer for eight points of damage. Okay. All right. Round seven. Nestor.
0: All uh, right, so I'm going to double move and get right to the threshold of the door. So I'm like right there, right, right, right on the... Uh,
1: cusp. Right at the cusp. As it were.
0: Cusp of the doorway. Just waiting for a groom to pick me up and sweep me over on our wedding <laughs> night.
3: <laughs> uh, all right, so Nestor and... Um and Old Jolter are now at the edge of the room The leading Old Jolter But man, is this room getting crowded This mm-hmm. is not uh, going to be a great room for Baron and Nestor To do their normal uh, types of attacks Because what happens is Everyone will be in danger
1: Yeah, it's also not a great room for Lockmore Edergun with his spear <laughs> True <laughs> Once you're within five feet, you're screwed yeah. This is
2: true Methinks uh, thinks he has other means of hurting us Oh yeah Nah,
3: bingo. Bottle, nah. Cap. bottle cap. Bottle cap. Bottle cap. Bottle cap. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. No one petitions more for bottle caps. That's because
0: we never get All em. of you for Matthew.
5: Give
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Matthew Thanks, a bottle guys. cap tonight. Uh, it is Baron's turn. That's what we need from Nick. Is a drop that begs for a bottle cap. Yeah, I'll smooth Troy over. I'll now, play it
0: constantly.
3: Now, uh, Nestor, for for your part, remember to take. your shake shaken. As long as you're 120 feet away from him, so you might want to add the yeah. shaken condition. I have it on. Oh,
1: okay. Um, yeah. Just we. I was... thought you said 20 feet. I, I had no, 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 no idea it was 120 yeah, it's feet. Yeah. 120 wow, feet. Wow. That is. Whew.
4: Baron opens the door, kicks it with his boots, and uh, is it unlocked? Did it open?
3: Uh, it is unlocked.
4: And you, if that
3: one was locked. you moves 20 feet. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would suck.
0: <laughs> and that's the. So he's the standing on the glass. In the Baron's Ewing working chamber. his way over. We'll get there about the same time, you and me, Baron.
3: Okay, it is it is Lockmore's turn. He stabs at Ingerhild.
4: She's fifteen.
1: Natural nineteen.
4: Oh. Ingerhild's fifteen feet away.
1: Yeah. For no, she's ten. Oh. For a um, what call it? For a spear that is not a crit. No, it's not. No, it's not. A, I a believe crit. it's times Spears three. Spears times three.
3: It's a definite hit. He reaches out stabs Ingrahild with his first attack Ingrahild is permanently dead oh god oh my god we'll see you next week
5: oh, oh no no no, 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 no it's no, my, no, my, my turn next it's my turn next no you no, luckless no, monster
4: <laughs> you. go back to scotland
1: you better remember it's my turn
2: Welcome to
0: a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs?